Blog Talk Radio. Black Politics Today. An eye for what's at stake in global politics and your source for the social, economic, and political impact of public policy on the African American community. Your host, Kelly Michael Williams, is a political strategy veteran with an undefeated campaign record and the political experience that spans nearly three decades from Mayor Willie Brown in California to President Barack Obama in our nation's capital. So get ready for a fresh and honest approach on the politics that affect you and your family the most. Now, your host, Kelly Michael Williams. And that's exactly what Donald Trump thinks. He's straight out of New York. He wants to be the PIMP. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Kelly Michael William. Thank you for joining me for another broadcast of What's at Stake. America, listen up. Everything is at stake right now. Because if you haven't realized it, if you don't know what's going on, yeah, you're about to find out. Because if you do not participate and vote in this 2020 election, you will find out exactly what it looks like to have, well, you already know what it looks like to have a pimp in the White House, because right now that's exactly what he's doing. He's doing whatever the hell he wants to do, the way he wants to do it, and he's got all them little hoes and bees over in the Senate allowing him to do it, because that's exactly what's happening. The ones that were in the House, fortunately, they lost their race in 2018. Otherwise, let me let me put this in perspective for you. If, in fact, the Democrats had not won in 2018, Can you imagine what would be going on right now between the House of Representatives and the Senate? Every piece of legislation that they would have been put forth, that they would have put forth, would be passed because it would not be sitting over in the Senate under Mitch McConnell just sitting there. It would have gotten passed, signed into law, and we won't, you would not know exactly what the hell would be going on right now because if the 2016 to 2018 is any indication, If it's any indication on a mild side, you can better believe that from 2018 to now, these simple-ass people would have been off the chain doing whatever the hell they want to do. Because, quite frankly, Trump is running the White House and Congress like he's a pimp. He got his bitches and hoes out there doing whatever the hell he wants them to do, and they doing it. Look at every last one of them sycophants over in the Senate and every last one of them in the House. They can sit there and say, oh, yeah, well, he shouldn't have done it, or he broke off. If that was Barack Obama, you best believe they would have his butt 
not only out of the White House, they put him under the White House and probably even make him start painting the White House. I'm serious as a heart attack. This isn't one of them feel-good shows tonight. This is one of them shows where I'm going to say it exactly what I feel, exactly what I think, and hey, call in if you like. And you, if you do, I hope you call in with some understanding and knowledge, because if you don't, you're just going to get the beast that's going to come out. 516-590-0143. 516-590-0143. Black America, be ready so you ain't got to get ready. Because if you don't understand the significance of this year's election, like them simple-ass folks in the Midwest didn't understand the significance of 2016, you need to make sure you vote from dog catcher on up the chain. Be mindful. Local judges, vote for them. District attorneys, vote for them. Your county sheriffs, vote for them. I'm sorry. You need your behind beat if you don't get out in this election and do something and vote. Because all you guys do is sit around bitch crap and complaining about what's going to happen, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, they weigh in everything. You can see right now how someone can do whatever the hell they want to do the way they want to do it. And then tell the American people there ain't a damn thing you can do about it. I'll go out on Fifth Avenue, shoot somebody, and you still ain't going to do nothing. I'll go to Ukraine, to Russia, and to uh, Lebanon and tell them to investigate, to, to uh, increase, you know, my, my uh, Trump hotels, do this, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Think about that. I want you to take one centennial, centennial of that and say Barack Obama. Even Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, for that matter. And you mean to tell me these Republicans would not be sitting there saying they need to go? They need to be impeached? They need to be removed from office? Rather than saying, oh, well, yeah, they did it, but they're going to learn from it. They're not going to do it again. I would think that they would learn something this time because they got impeached. Trump don't give a damn about being impeached. All he's going to do is have retribution against everybody who impeached him and then come out and say, you know what? Hey, I'm going on and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do the way I want to do it. 50 Cent say I'm a PIMP. Donald Trump saying the same thing. And he's got Susan, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Susan out of Maine. I can't even think of her name now. Susan Collins, right? Her shaky ass. I don't know if she got Parkinson's or what. She's running around here. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's the other chick out of Alaska? Uh, Murkowski. Her menopause behind. She's sitting there shaking, don't know what to do. And then you got lying-ass Lindsey Graham. You got the, the senator uh, from Tennessee, uh, uh, Alexander, Lamar Alexander. Oh, yeah. The House proved his case. <laughs> he certainly did it. But, you know, it's not rising to the level of impeachment. You just admit that the man committed a crime, but then you're going to say that it doesn't rise to a level of impeachment or removal from office. He committed a crime, but he shouldn't go to jail. How many times if somebody broke into Lamar Alexander's house, would he say, oh, you broke into my house. I'm so, so sorry. You, you know, I understand you, you didn't really mean to do it. So I, I'm, I'm not going to press charges against you. I, I'm not going to have the police arrest you. I, I'm just going to sit there and say, you know what? You deserve a second chance because you've learned this time. Now, he might do that the first time, maybe, just maybe. But his old crony ass ain't going to do that now. And we all know that Trump is going to do whatever the hell he wants to do again. So, black folks, if you going out there and you don't get your butt registered and don't go out there and vote, then you need to reap exactly what you sow and what you don't sow. If you're going to sow ignorance, laziness, and not try to learn anything or give a damn about, about your future, about the future of this country, as, in, as imperfect as it is, or even your own family's future, then you need to get what you sow. If you want to do, right, I mean, if all you want to do is uh, uh, bitch grab and complain, then, okay, fine. You bitch grab and complain like you did last year, like you did the year before, like you did the year before, but you always sitting on your ass doing nothing. Then if that's what you want to do, that's what you do, and you reap the benefits from that. Because if this fool gets back in in 2020, rest assured you heard it here today, 
he is going to run rum shot up against this country and do whatever the hell he wants to do, especially if he gets the Senate. If he still has the Senate and you dumb fools don't go out there and vote for your U.S. senator in every damn state there is in this country for a Democrat to ensure that those courts aren't packed again and to ensure that he don't just ramp through any and everything he wants to ramp through under executive order and then have the Senate uphold it because the House won't be able to do anything if Democrats still hold this House, let, and God forbid, let the Republicans take the House back and the Senate and have the White House. <laughs> yeah. Some of you fools talking about you going to go to another country. Yeah, I'd like to see you go because half of you don't even know where another country is. And you'll sit around here and do the same damn thing you've been doing for the last five, ten years. Bitch grabbing, complaining, nothing coming about and doing nothing about it. And the problem with that is, is that is all you have to do, the simplest thing is go register down the street, vote, I mean, register where you live. Put your current address down and then show up to the polls. Vote early so you ain't got to stand in line. Do whatever the hell you got to do. But I promise you, if you don't do it, if you do not get yourself involved and do something about this 2020 election, your ass is going to regret it. uh, 516-590-0143 if you want to join the conversation. If you got something to say, if you want to chime in, because this is one of those shows today. I'm just going to, like I said, I'm just going to say what I got to say. If you want to join in, say what you got to say, and then we'll just say it together. Because quite frankly, this whole mess that went on last week, and then the mess that's gone on uh, this week, and the BS is going to come next week. It's just got me to the highest level of festivity. I'm just tired of it because I'm listening, I'm looking, and I'm seeing the same old crap. Democrats always talking about, I don't like this person, I don't like that person. Who gives a flying flip who the hell you like? Because quite, frank, quite frankly, nobody like your ass either. But we tolerate your behind. At this point in time, it ain't about who the hell you like. It's about voting and voting and making sure that Donald Trump doesn't win a second term. The whole point of that second term, because he has nothing to lose, there's no consequences for his ass, because clearly in the second term, there's, they're not going to try to impeach him, and they're not going to get rid of him, if, again, if the Senate has, uh, Republicans have the Senate. And quite frankly, the worst part of that is that if they do impeach him and get rid of him, we got Mike Pence's simple ass after that. He's Worse than Donald Trump, because at least he even knows what the hell he's doing. The only reason Donald Trump hasn't been worse is because he don't know what the hell he's doing. He's stupid as hell. But Congress, from the House to the Senate, allowed him to do what the hell he wanted to do to make him look like he knew what the hell he was doing. And everyone sat around, oh, but my 401k, but my 401k. Okay, guess what? Your 401k will be at the same damn place if it had been Hillary in there, too. Because if you look at the trend, only thing Trump has done is sat his ass on Obama recovery and hasn't changed a damn thing. This whole thing about I changed policies, we, we re- redirected policies, we did policies to stop the recession or, or, or stop the, uh, the, the uh, job losses. There were no job losses under Obama. There were only job gains. The job losses happened under Bush. Under Obama, there was 82 straight months of job growth, which continued under Trump. The only difference is, is that Barack Obama's GDP, on average, was better and is better than Donald Trump's GDP. You know, his 6% growth and all that other bullshit he was telling you guys that has never happened, will never happen. Now, yes, now. He's at 2.2. Obama was at 2.9 and 3.3. Trump hit 3.4, I think, one time and was, you know, calling praises to Allah and everybody else he can call it to. And he still hasn't done anything since. So it's time. And I'm telling you, vote Democrat up and down the ballot because this is also a census year. And for those of you who don't know what the hell that means, that means that after they take this count on the census, whoever wins the state 
Senate or the state house gets to draw the lines for the next 10 years for not only that state that you live in, but for Congress and the members of Congress in, which that, in, in that same state. So right now, Republicans, the reason they have been controlling everything that they have is because they won in 2010. And so they run, they won a number of states. They flipped uh, state houses across the country. And then they redrew the lines for their representatives. So they had more Republicans elected to office because they carved out districts that made them more red districts than blue districts. And then they won in the state legislature. That's how you got all those voter ID laws. That's how you got all those um, um, laws to stop abortion. That's how you got Planned Parenthood uh, uh, places shut down. That's how you got... um, uh, man, again, mandatory minimum sentences and all those things that are affecting black folks and poor folks in your state, all those things happen because of the local elections and the national elections that all went red. So this year, what you want to make sure happens is that Democrats win your state House of Representatives, your state Senate, even your governorship if you got that, so that when the lines are redrawn, they are drawn in favor of Democrats and those of you who are socially conscious, those of you who are on welfare, those of you who are on food stamps, those of you who are veterans, those of you who are on housing, those of you who need any type of education assistance, all those things, that's where the money comes from. We're talking about 880, uh, I think it's million or billion dollars, 880 million, I think it is, 880 million dollars that's going to be allocated across the country based on what the census reports are. So here's an example. If you're in, I'm going to use California. If you're in Sacramento and Sacramento, the north side reports, the west side reports, the south side reports, but the east side doesn't report. The east side is not going to get no money. Now, the north, the west, and the south side will get some money, but they probably won't get as much as they should have had the east side reported because then the whole city will get the money. In other words, if you do not report in your area, your school districts will be underfunded. Your hospitals will be underfunded. Your fire departments, your police departments will be underfunded. All those areas will be underfunded because you didn't take the time to write out and say who you were on this census form and get everybody in the house from Ray Ray to Pookie to, to John Boyd to everybody else to Billy Bob and whoever else is in that damn house, and register them and let them people know that there are 10 people in the house. This is not a case where 10 people is going to get you in trouble. This is a case where 10 people is going to get you some more money. So if there's 10 people in the house, register every person that's in the house, let them know, and put it out there in the the, uh, census. That way, when they make the tally, they know that there's 10 people in that house, there's 20 people in the other house, there's 30 people in the other house, but there's enough people around to make sure that your high school, your elementary school, your Head Start, your uh, uh, community hospital, your police department, your fire department, your social services, they get funded. Because there is so much that's in, at stake with the census funding that if you do not reply, money is lost. That money then goes elsewhere. Now, some states... Um, and I, I heard something about this recently about in some states the, there is the prisons and the uh, jails. They take your sons and daughters who are in those prisons and those jails and they use them and they count them in those prisons and jails so that more money will come to that district in that area. Well, those prisons and jails are in rural areas, rural communities that are typically not necessarily minority or people of color rural areas and rural communities. And thus all that money goes out there into those rural areas that one are housing your kids, your babies, your children, but yet they're not getting the benefit from those housing because in a lot of States now, because prisons are privatized, you are paying the prison to house your child. From something as little as child support to the things of burglary, robbery, rape, and murder. You're paying. And I don't mean 
you taxpayers, which you are, but I mean you individual. So if that individual, John Boy, is arrested, he's in a uh, privatized prisons. Uh, was it GS, GSM or or um, uh, Commerce? I can't think of the names of those. CSC. They have to pay those prisons to house them, even though those prisons have state contracts, and those state contracts that they do have have now required the state to guarantee them a number of inmates to make sure that they can basically stay in business. You probably weren't aware of that. That's why your dumbass needs to vote, because you should have been aware of that. And it should be something that's talked about all the time, but it's not. So if you now have to pay the Pay your taxes. Some of your tax dollars goes to the prison already, but then as an individual, you now also have to pay that prison individually and get this. If that state does not provide the number of people to house in that prison that they have contracted to, that prison goes back and sues the state for the remainder of their money. Now your tax dollars are being triple taxed because now, in addition to you just paying your regular taxes, this, the um, prison is suing the state for more money because they didn't give them the 20,000 or 50,000 inmates that they were supposed to have over the course of the year. What kind of bull crap is that? That's why. I'm on this rampage tonight because too many of you sit around, you don't vote, you don't act, you don't listen, you don't read, you don't pay attention. You wait for 30 second sound bites and then you wait for your Twitter or your Facebook to send you something, which is nothing but Russian, Chinese, um, you know, some foreign country bots. None of the crap is true. Half the crap you don't even know where it came from. And then you think you know simply because you see a black face on it that it is actually real or it's legit. And it's not. And so you're sitting there saying something like, oh, okay. Yeah, this works. All right. I got it. I'm going to do it. Cool. Dummy. Why don't you figure it out for yourself? Why don't you pay attention for yourself? Yeah, watch all the news channels. Watch Fox and they're crazy asses. Watch CNN and they're dumb asses. And watch MSNBC, them ineffective asses. Watch them all. Figure it out for yourself. Watch CBS. Watch them all. ABC. Who cares? Watch something, read something, learn something, and then take your butt out there and vote on something. Because the reality of it is this, America, and I'm speaking specifically to black America, we are going to be the majority in this nation in a few short years. And my simple question to you is this. Do you want to be the majority of the minority, or do you want to keep your ass in the minority of your own minority? In other words, if this nation is going to be 50% plus minority, black and brown, do you want to be at the head of the line or in the back of the line where you seem to be right now? Because the more you sit on your asses and the more you sit there bitch and complaining and the more you sit talking about what you're going to do instead of doing what you're going to do, you're going to continue to end up where you are. And as long as we keep having this, I got mine, let them get their crap, we're going to be in the same position again. We don't support the black businesses. And, and I'm, I'm going to bring a brother on next week uh, if we can. He's going to tell us why we shouldn't support black businesses. He's saying it's a myth. He's saying that our buying power is a myth. He says that our buying power and our this idea of supporting black business is a myth. So I want to hear it. I, I'm really inter- interested in hearing what he's got to say. Dr. Uh, 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 um, uh, Ball out of Morgan State. He's written a book. He's talked about it. He's saying, hey, it's a myth. So hopefully we'll have him on next week and we can talk about that and find out why it's a myth. What, 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 what's really going on? But I know it's not a myth. If you ask to sit at home and don't vote, what's going to come down the pipe won't be a myth. That's going to be some reality on your ass. It's going to be real reality. Respond to the census. This is a census year and an election year. So 
watch out because the census start on April Fool's Day. Yeah. April Fool's Day is when the census come out. Some of you are going to be that stupid and be that fool that you don't respond, you don't take it, you don't believe it. Some of you are going to get this stuff on your phone. You're not going to believe it because this is what they wanted to do to make sure that they can minimize their reply. First year ever, we're going to have the census on your cell phone, on your email, on the internet, and you're supposed to be able to get into this. Now, help me understand this now. If Russians can hack into a server at the DNC, they can also hack into Florida's elections system. They can also hack into the, the, the company in Ukraine, and they can hack in all these other places. Plus, the Chinese can do that. What makes us think that by hosting the census online, internet, through our phones, that's going to get and generate more responses than having somebody come knock on your door, say, I'm here for the census. Can I get your name, your age, how many people live in the house? Do you people not see what's going on? Are you not paying attention? No, you're not. That's why I'm telling you now. The reason this is happening is because they want to make sure that communities of color and in some cases, rural communities, don't reply. They know that white folks are going to reply. They also know black folks are suspicious of people coming to their door and knocking and wanting information. They also know that black folks don't answer unavailable calls, block calls, and all that other stuff. Because it may be a bill collector. It may be this person, that person looking for you. You don't know. They know this. They've done their research. They figured it out. Not only that, they reduced the time frame in which the census is going to be taken. It's only from April till I think July. April, May, June, July. Four months. Four months to count 350 million people in America. Hello? Four months to count 350 million people. And the idea is we can do it better and more efficient if we do it online and through our cell phones and let people respond that way. Now, the one thing that has been somewhat efficient is the census of people going door to door. That's been somewhat efficient. Now, you've had, of course, pockets and communities of where people don't want to respond because just the mere fact of you coming to my door, asking me all this information, telling me that you were the census and doing this has always been suspicious. But then they came out with IDs, they came out with notification, they came out with all these things to make it so that people understood, hey, this is real. They're not asking you for social security numbers and birthdays so that they can get all that information. They're asking you for, I think, uh, I don't even know if they're asking names. They're asking names uh, and ages and just the number of people in the house. Um, that's it. So it's not like you've given up, you know, too much personal information. It's a matter of just how many people are in the house, how many people live there, and what and um, ages of the people that live there so that they can get an understanding of how many people are still in preschool, how many people are in grade school, how many people are in high school, how many people are in college, how many working, you know, working age people you have. These are the, this is the information they need to determine the allocation of the dollars. But if you don't reply, and then you don't vote, you can better believe that if Republicans win your state, they will then draw those lines, those district lines, the same way they've been drawn for the last 10 years. That's why in North Carolina, even though Democrats voted more, won more elections, technically, they did not win more seats in terms of Congress or the state legislature because the Republicans had drawn the lines and such that even when Democrats turned out in higher numbers, they were not going to get more elected officials. You have to understand that for the next 10 years, what happens in this country from 2020 to 2030, and if you're 20 years old and you're going to 30, or if you're 30 going to 40, or 50 going to 60 and 60 going to 70, Whatever the age group or wherever you might lie, it is going to impact you astronomically because it's not just going to be for 10 years. 
what gets set in place during that 10-year period of time will affect you the rest of your life. And I need you to understand that. It will affect you the rest of your life because the laws that will be passed, the judges that will be put on the, uh, the, um, the board, I mean the, the, the uh, bench, from Supreme Court to Federal District Court to Federal Circuit Court to Federal Appeals Court, all of those people, especially the ones that this fool has appointed now, they have no courtroom experience, no legal experience whatsoever. They have a law degree sitting on their shelf, but they're sitting on the uh, uh, Republican Central Committee, or they're sitting on the Republican Committee, sitting there writing laws and, and, and putting stuff in that are benefiting them and their party rather than the nation, rather than the country. But now they're sitting on a bench for life. They have federal judgeships, six-figure incomes for the rest of their life, and they have federal protection for the rest of their life. That's what's happening. And so when you don't participate, that's what we have to deal with. 516-590-0143, if you want to uh, have a comment or question. So let me jump right into tonight. Because as you can tell, I'm a little pissed off. I'm a little pissed off at Democrats, a little pissed off at Republicans in general, but Republicans specifically. And, and, and Democrats ain't far behind because they piss me off every election cycle. They have no backbone. They have no uh, uh, killer instinct. Go for the juggler. Beat they ass. Cut they throat. They don't have that. They have this kumbaya. We want to be nice. We want to play by the rules. We want to do all this. Fine. Play by the rules, but play hard. No, don't break the law, but kick some ass. Pimp slap their ass the same way uh, Donald Trump pimp, slap, pimp slapped all those senators um, in, in, the, in the caucus. I mean, you know, Romney had, you know, one side. He said, I'm, I'm going to vote on one thing, but I'm not going to vote on the other one, which makes no darn gone sense whatsoever. If you're going to vote that he abused his power, how can you not vote that he then obstructed Congress? Fact that he obstructed Congress, what's the abuse of power? But you're going to vote for one and not the other because he too was scared. He said he had to vote for one, which was for his conscience and his religious belief, but then he votes for the other and says, acquit. Give me a break. That's a bunch of BS. That's a bitch move. You're going to vote for one and not the other. If you're going to vote for one, you vote for both of them. Your ass is already out there. It's not like you're going to survive the wrath that's going to come because you only voted for one and not the other. Give me a break. You're a little punk. You wanted to sit there and talk about your religious belief and you wanted to show that you couldn't face your children. You had to, but then you turned around and basically nullified your vote because you said, oh, well, he didn't abuse Congress. How in the hell can you abuse your power and not abuse Congress? It was the fact that he wasn't giving information to Congress, which was the abuse. Not to mention having a foreign entity investigate a political opponent, which is also a crime. I mean, come on. Both these parties are pathetic. One party is a party of cruiserweights trying to fight heavyweights against sycophants and criminals. And the people who have no problem circumventing the law whatsoever. I mean, from Bill Barr to Rudy Giuliani to uh, um, Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch, and then Donald P.I.M.P. Trump. I mean, this test tube, baby, this dude is the only dude I know who, can actually, who has actually survived a test tube birth. This MF is so damn dirty and doggish, it's ridiculous. And people are actually scared of his ass. Like he can really do something to them if they don't come together and just do what they're supposed to do. But, I mean, it seems reasonable, right? His mama was a call girl. She was a hoe. So I guess the only way she could have this dude is by test two because she couldn't carry his ass to turn. So when you have that in your family, this is what you get. But clearly... This insecure, narcissistic, little racist biot 
is a piece of work that's sitting in the White House that everyone seems to sit around on the Republican Party side and sit there and just kiss his ass to no end. And it's really getting sickening because these are the same people when Barack Obama was in office said that his health care plan was unconstitutional, tried to overturn it 68 times. Then John Roberts, Bush appointed John Roberts, Chief Justice says, no, it's constitutional. They wanted to assail him, but they couldn't. They didn't want to hear from John Bolton because they knew his ass was telling the truth. How do you have a trial where you don't hear anything from any witnesses? Guaranteed, Lamar Alexander or, 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 or Big Mouth McSally, if you guys had trials and you could be acquitted by the witnesses that you needed, you would certainly have them on display. You would certainly have them there. They didn't want witnesses because they knew that the Senate was already going to acquit because they already told them before the trial even started. And it wasn't even a trial before the meeting, the gathering started. McConnell said, we're working lockstep with the White House. I guarantee you there will be no problem with him being uh, acquitted. So we knew this was a farce in the beginning, but you didn't know how much of a farce it was going to be until you actually saw it in action. It's like one of those things where you're told something's going to happen, but until it really happens and you see it and you experience you you don't have a real concept of exactly how it's going to be. But in this case, it's real. It's a real concept. It's really there. It's like, you got to be kidding me, right? This really is not happening this way, right? Oh, no. It happened exactly that way. Exactly that way. And that's exactly how they want to continue to do it. That's exactly how they want to keep doing it. Punk-ass Mitch McConnell and all those wimps over there in the, in the House for the last two years. I mean, think about Donald Trump hasn't passed any laws in three years. None. He hasn't sent anything over. He hasn't authored anything. The only thing they got is a tax cut. That's it. Because had Democrats really done what they needed to do in 2018 when they had a chance to win the Senate and take over the Senate to stop all this crap and this mess. And actually, they could have gotten rid of Donald Trump, although I think it would have been a mistake to get rid of him um, uh, simply because you would have got Mike Pence instead. And two years under him probably would have been just uh, tumultuous, not to mention that all the conservatives who hate Donald Trump and would not vote for Donald Trump, would certainly vote for Mike Pence. So in some parts, it's like, yeah, that's good. But had it happened in this year, the way it is at the, at the, at the point of the election where you actually have to make a determination, it would not have given Mike Pence the, the uh, uh, steam that he would have needed because they could have put the arbitrage around Mike Pence's neck for not standing up and doing things right that would have also defeated him the same way they did to Al Gore under for uh, Bill Clinton. They wrapped the arbitrage of Monica Lewinsky around Al Gore, even though that was two years earlier, to keep him from getting out uh, Bill Clinton out on the campaign trail and campaigning for him, where he ended up losing his home state, Wisconsin, and um, and I think it was uh, Delaware. States that won at that point in time, Democrats should have won. He was a senator of Tennessee. His father was governor of Tennessee. He had all this Tennessee behind him. That was before he got two ruby red. He could have won. He should have won. Even if he just won his state, he would have won. But let alone Wisconsin and Delaware, he would have won the presidency. That was that whole point about that kiss at the convention. You guys remember that? The big kiss to his wife? Um, at the at the uh, convention, so that he can show, oh, our family is is intact. I love my wife. I'm not cheating. All that. That was that crap. 
but he's sitting at home doing, you know, you know, talking about, hey, I want to work with Trump on the environment. I'm the author of the internet. Yeah, okay. The internet that they're using right now to screw everybody over with because they're hacking everything. But if Democrats had done what they needed to do in 2018 and all this came down, Trump's little punk ass would have said, okay, I quit. I'm out. Because he cannot stand being defeated. He cannot stand having anything come against him or anything that's going to make him look bad or embarrassed. He won't be able, he can't stand it. That's why anytime anyone speaks out against him, says something about him, he then goes on the attack and then tries to attack them, and then everybody shuts up. They shut up. It's like the one thing that we can see right now that's happening, which is probably going to make the biggest difference in this election, Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg is pimp slapping and bitch slapping his ass every time he opens up his mouth. Every time he's opened his mouth, Mike Bloomberg is slapping him back. Democrats ain't doing that. We said that um, Joe Biden was going to be the guy to do that. He has done it. He's allowed them to shut him up because they've been talking about his son. He should have come out, said something about his son, slapped him in the face with that, talked about his daughter and his son-in-law, his son, everybody else talked about him. But no, he didn't do that. So now you got Russia, Rick Perry, Rudy, Mike Pompeo, puppet Mike Pence, who claps on demand anytime you see him, right? Anything Tom Trump does, he's clapping and saying, oh, it's just a wonder, honor. It's a privilege. It's just such a great honor and a privilege. Give me a freaking break. His head so far, Donald Trump's behind. He, he needs to wipe his face. Donald Trump is stupid as hell, doesn't know anything, hasn't done anything, and yet these folks continue to fall in line behind him, i.e. P-I-M-P. He's controlling the corner, and anybody that comes on his corner to mess with his hoes is going to get slapped. So from the state legislator to the state senate, to the House of Representatives, to the U.S. House of Rep- uh, to the U.S. Senate, to governors, to judges—they all are belly and bowing down to this fool. And I'm still trying to figure out why. Yeah, I get you know the, the the whole idea of him being in the White House, but the truth of the matter is, if you really don't like his actions, you don't like what's going on, you collectively can do something about it. But they're not. They're not. Republicans do not care about this country. Republicans care about their party and their power. Let me repeat that. Republicans do not care about this country. Those flag-shaping, gun-toting, constitutional-carrying peckerwoods do not care about this country. Because if they did care about this country... They wouldn't allow someone as stupid as Donald Trump to control, to placate, to, you know, threaten, and to lie, cheat, and do everything he's doing for his own benefit. The idea about this is that these asses don't benefit whatsoever. And and, and the only way that they can benefit is by saying, well, I'm going to go back to my community, excuse me, And my community loves Donald Trump because they're stupid as hell, just like you are. Trailer trash. They don't know any better. And they're going to continue to vote for this fool because he's unconventional. But none of the trailer trash are getting jobs. He's actually getting ready to cut the health care for their dumb asses because they're the ones that's sitting up in there inhaling all this coal sulfur that that they've been inhaling for years. Now the coal mines are closing down. The dumbasses can't be retrained because they're sick as hell. They got lung disease and lung cancer and everything else, just like Rush Limbaugh's silly ass. They can't do anything, so they didn't get retrained. Now the food stamps that their asses was on is getting cut. The health care that they thought they had under 
the ACA Obamacare, which they didn't want, which saved their lives, is now getting cut because they won't have pre-existing conditions any longer because they're in court right now. The Trump administration is in court right now to get rid of the pre-existing conditions. And the only reason, the only reason why they're not actually active in the trial right now is because they realized that if they did that, that would be a talking point for Democrats why they lost in 2018, which would get them slaughtered in 2020. So they've asked the court to delay it until 2021 for them to now debate it. What you people should be thinking about is that we should not give them an opportunity to debate it in 2021. It should be a new president, a new house, uh, a, a growing house of Democrats, and a new Senate of Democrats, so that when they actually go to court, they drop the case and they withdraw the case. And those of you who cannot breathe because you're sitting in West Virginia sipping them cold will actually be able to go to the doctors and be able to still get yourself treated for the fact that you don't have a job or anything else and you're living on the ACA. But let Trump win and your dumbasses won't have pre-existing conditions and you're going to die two weeks later after that ruling comes down. And I won't really care. Just like I don't care about Rush Limbaugh. How in the hell is he going to get a, a medal of freedom, his racist ass? I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Trump doesn't even know or recognize what the whole medal was to represent. And he gives it to him? No, he did that as saying, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give away stuff at the uh, State of the Union because I'm going to look I'm going to make everybody see how bad I am, how big I am, how bold I am. And this Republican sat back and just said, that's why Nancy ripped up that damn speech. And now they're talking about, oh, that was illegal. No, it wasn't. It was your speech. It was on your paper. She can do whatever the hell she wanted to do with it. And that's what she decided, to rip it up. But pre-existing conditions, the fact that we have the census out, the fact that the administration who lied to you during the State of the Union, the individual who lied to you during the State of the Union saying, we're the party that's going to help and support your pre-existing conditions, was a bunch of BS. And it was one of those things where, no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Why? Because he's a liar. He's a liar. He continues to lie, and that's all he does is lie. He doesn't know anything other than how to lie, because if he was to tell the truth, who in the hell would believe him? I'm going to take a break. You're listening to Black Politics Today, an eye for what's at stake in global politics, and your source for the social, economic, and political impact on the African-American community. So join the conversation at 516-590-0143 and share your viewpoint at 516-590-0143. Now, back to your host, Kelly Michael Williams. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Kelly Michael Williams. Give us a call at 516-590-0143. 
78 times, 78 times the GOP tried to uh, overturn the Affordable Care Act. They could not even do it when they had the House and the Senate. And the reason why was because Republicans over there were not going to vote to basically take away health care for their, their constituents. But under this administration, they're willing to do that. They kept trying that under Obama. They had both houses. They had the House and the Senate, but they could never pass it. And then the first time they tried it here, um, John McCain voted against it. But they couldn't even keep the whole Republican Party in line to do it. So now that this dude has lambasted them, you know, slapped them around and, and beat them behind and, and told them, if you do this, I'm going to do this. I mean, these people are afraid of a tweet storm. Twitter. Oh, my God, he's going to get me on Twitter. Oh, my God. That's what they're afraid of. Twitter. Grown-ass men and women afraid of Twitter. And what's going to happen to them on Twitter? But yet, they let this dude, who has no values, no morals, misogynist, narcissistic, racist, impotent, you name it, completely disrespect the office of the presidency, completely disrespect Congress, completely disrespect our country and our nation and how he conducts himself overseas, in this country, out of this country, across this country, and they say nothing and do nothing, and they give this uh, tongue-in-cheek, ha, 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 He's just doing that because he knows it's going to get a row out of you. No, he does it because he's a child. He's a 70-year-old test tube baby child. When they create babies in test tubes, they don't always get the X and Y chromosomes right. And that's what you got. You got a Donald Trump that is missing something, and I'm still looking at Melania and everybody else trying to figure out what the hell are you thinking? What were you thinking? And now you got these fools that are coming out and going to essentially start investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden for Burisma, the company in in Ukraine. Lindsey Graham now wants witnesses. He's going to investigate. He wants witnesses. Now, the sucker didn't want witnesses for the trial or the hearing that they had. But now his cracker ass wants some witnesses. I hope my brother down in South Carolina beat his ass so bad. I, I hope. Black folks, white folks, everybody turns out to vote down in South Carolina for the Senate race. Send Lindsey's lying ass home. I hope, and I want everyone, everyone who has sat back there, Lindsey, uh, uh, um, Markowski, Susan Collins, McSally, Tom Tillis, all of them. I want, I want all of them beat, beat badly. Beat badly. And then I want Trump's ass beat badly. Because everyone has sat on their ass in 16. Everyone who sat on their ass in 16. Time has come to pay. And you're going to pay two ways. Either you're going to pay with your vote and pay it forward, or you're going to sit on your ass and not vote at all and pay for it in the end. Because I promise you, These fools here, you have to remember who's controlling the strings in the White House when you just have the face of Donald Trump. But the person controlling the strings in the White House is Stephen Miller. The racist who put out all those emails, whose emails became public, 
And they're still working with Steve Bannon and the other racists. And now you add Rudy Giuliani to the mix. You add the Russians to the mix, who, by the way, Mitch McConnell and the Russian who was since, uh, um, um, oh, damn, um, not censured, um, the guy who uh, put all the money together and, and had the money for um, uh, uh, the the whole uh, Russian in, uh, interference into the 2020, uh, 2016 elections now has aluminum plant in Kentucky, thanks to Mitch McConnell, because he put $200 million into Kentucky, and thanks to Mitch McConnell's wife. These are the crooks. These are the people that you're dealing with. Mitch McConnell's the one who held up Obama's Supreme Court justice. And for those of you who jumped on uh, Bernie Sanders' bandwagon, got pissed off because Hillary won, whether she won legally or fair and square or whatever, got pissed off on that. That's why we have these two Supreme Court justices, because instead of you keeping uh, eye on what was at stake, instead of you keeping an eye on what it was that you were trying to accomplish with Bernie Sanders, you jumped ship and didn't vote or you went and voted for Trump. Then you're sitting back saying, oh, hell, those two Supreme Court justices could have been Democrats had you voted for Hillary. Democrats right now could literally have a six to three advantage on the Supreme Court for at least the next 10 to 15 years, if not longer. A six to three advantage. Wake up America, black America, white America, suburban white women, who want to protect your reproductive rights, if your behinds hadn't listened to your GOP Republican husband or not sat there and said you didn't want a woman in the White House, we would have a six to three vote. You wouldn't have to worry about climate change. You wouldn't have to worry about reproductive rights. You wouldn't have to worry about your health care. You wouldn't have to worry about anything because you would have six to three vote. And those 200 people that Donald Trump announced in the, in the State of the Union, judges that he appointed, those would have been Democrats. Those would have been Democrats. But your dumbasses sat around and then voted for Trump. And now they're Republicans. And now you're sitting here questioning whether or not you're going to have reproductive rights. Because they basically eliminate Planned Parenthood in all of these darn states in the Midwest and in the South. Doing it on the East Coast and the West Coast. And now you've made your battle worse than what it would have been or should have been because you was too pompous in 16, too lazy in 18, and pray to God you're not too damn stupid in 20 to do it again. There's a pimp in the White House, folks. So what are you going to do? I think 50 asked that question. What you going to do? He's there. And if you give him another four years and you give him a Senate to condone what he's been doing and bury their heads in the sand, you're going to get exactly what you deserve. Senate Republicans, Rudy Giuliani, this test tube baby, and all his sycophants and all his little hoes and tramps that he got running around behind him are going to make sure they do whatever the hell they can to ensure that even if they are in the minority population-wise, they will still be in the majority economically, socially, and politically. And what we have to do is decide where the hell we going to stand, socially, economically, and politically. Because quite frankly, looking at you over the last four years, from 16 to now, 
you still got your heads up your behind, you still got crap mentality, and you still trying to sit there and figure out, oh, they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah, they are, simply because you won't do what you're supposed to do. That's my time. I could take longer, but it's not necessary. Because if you haven't figured it out by now, if you haven't gotten it by now, it doesn't matter how much talking we do, how much showing we do, your ignorant ass is just going to do the same thing. Bottom line is, how are you going to react? How are you going to react? They're here. Fifty Cent said he's a PIMP. Donald Trump is a PIMP in the White House. So what you gonna do? What's at stake for you and your family? Thank you for listening to Black Politics Today on I for What's at Stake in Global Politics with your host, Kelly Michael Williams. Join us live each Monday from 7 to 8 p.m. Until next time, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and download us on iTunes at Black Politics Today. <laughs>